0: It's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kelechi, sorry, Kelechi, do remember to rate and review say your mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> Is the fence, Brunani on woman, is baby boys, baby girls you need to hear this. Every sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cop's ready for the tea We are gonna sip it here. I time calling for your long shorts. You might learn something I never yo, know. know. let you find and she's wonderful kind don't say your mind, say your mind. Yo yo yo, I do not have a um <clears throat> a song for this week so I just thought I'd kind of like just launch straight into it it's been such a busy week like incredibly busy just wow um yeah there's just been lots of bits that I've had to do one of like before I even get into it let me just I I, you know me I just get talking I just start saying all of the (laughs) things I just start saying all of the things oh my god as you can see this week I've actually remembered that my mic is my mic and that uh, I'm not just recording from the sound of the MacBook, what the hell Um, so this is me, Kalechi, in a blood clot place to be, And you're listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mum Woo, happy new month There's literally November and then December and it is the end of 2021 It's literally the end of 2021 I'm not one of them people that's going to be like, oh my God, oh my God, you've just got like, I don't know, eight weeks left of this year. I hope that, have you achieved your goals? Have you just... all of that shit pisses me off. So I just hope that you're well. I hope that you're well. I hope that you're, you're finding some, you know, uh, spaces to feel peace. Um, joy would be wonderful as well. So I'm just sending you all of those vibes that that's just it, you know, not about, oh, have you achieved this goal? Have you achieved that goal? The only goal really that's paramount is that you're breathing in and you're breathing out. Breathe and stop for real. Hey, I give it what you got and just uh, breathe. I don't Sorry. Anyway, so what was I saying? It's been a really busy time. If you didn't get to watch Bruce, um, the random acts, uh, random acts on channel four. The episode is Bruce. Um, you'll see me in it it was very, very fun to, um, film that, um, uh, amazing team, uh, just, just a wonderful, uh, wonderful time, although the hotel, or, that I was, um, staying in was just the pits, and I went and gave them a one-star review on Google, because they're actual little fuckers, um, so, yeah, and it, it's just the micro, no, it's, yeah, the microaggressions in these f- little uh, seaside towns, these coastal towns, they don't get cussed out enough, honestly, because wow. Imagine pet hairs on my bed, pet hairs on my bed when I arrived in the room. Disgusting, disgusting. Um, and then the next, like the night, the day after, so I got there. I've already told the story. I don't know if I told the story, but I got there at night time um, to start filming in the morning and, um, yeah, to start filming in the morning, and then I, um, get to the room, before I even get to the room at the reception desk, the guy that was wearing a black shirt, it was a black polo shirt, you could see that it was brown, like it was, I don't think that shirt's ever been washed since they gave it to him, but I thought, okay, let me ignore that, get to the room now, um, pull the bed sheets back, um, or pull the duvet back, and there's pet hairs all over the bed, like I could see, like, little bits of it, ah, god, save your girl, um next day now um set off to go film and i say to them because as i'm going the white woman at reception goes up so i turn around and go by the way you know that i'm coming back to this room right because this meant to have been booked for two nights just in case um i have to film Mm. until late so i'll leave on friday instead and she's like yeah 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 of course of course so I get there um, I get back after filming to get my things. Luckily, before I left the room, I'd already packed all of my things back into my bag. I just don't like to leave things just sitting around, hanging around. So I pack my things back into my bag now. Um, and so I go back later to go and get my things. I walk past the same woman. This is like, I don't know, 10 hours later. I walk past, or is it 12 hours later? I walk past the same woman. I go up the stairs, three flights of stairs, get to the room now, tap my key card, Room's not opening. The door's not opening. All right, cool. Tap it again. Not opening. Go back downstairs. I said there's a problem with my room key. What's your name again? I said my name. She's looking. I just can't see you here. Are you sure? What name was it booked under? Look, fam, I don't know. The production um, team booked it. Like, just I was in that room. So just look at the last person that was in that room. Oh, I just can't see. I just can't see it. So I had to tell and one of the production team to come speak to her suddenly she's like oh yeah found you you were staying there last night yes i was in that room last night oh well somebody else is in there now what the fuck do you mean somebody else is in there now my things were in the room oh yeah well we just had you down for one night okay so where are my things oh someone did mention something about a bag that was left in there no initially she was just like what things what did you leave in there she was being proper like combative um combative when i was speaking to her i was just like are you all right like you're the one that should be helping me with customer service and you're trying to give me vim." so um i said i left my bag in there and she's like oh someone did mention something about a bag and then she points across the foyer and then my bag has been dashed underneath a table and that's how i know like god has truly truly worked on me because me five years ago i would have trashed that reception like are you all right are you okay, cow, so anyway, I just picked my bag up, because now I'm fuming, it's been a long day, I'm just like exhausted, I'm cold as hell, because I had to stand there, like all of the main parts of my scenes, it, it involved me being almost naked, standing outside, freezing my ass off, like my vagina was shivering, I told you last week, shaking, right, those were like, ugh, honestly, it was a lot, it was a lot to do, and so all of that's happened now and i'm just wanting to get home and then you've dashed my bag somewhere you didn't even put it behind the reception desk you've dashed my bag and it's just sitting under um, a table in the foyer so anybody could have grabbed it anyone could have just come to take my things and it would have just been what sorry sorry for your loss nah so i just grabbed the thing and i just start walking off and she was like oh so i guess that is yours then people are lucky, honestly, people are lucky, they don't know how, some people walk through their life, go through every day-to-day life, right, not realising how close they are, like, literally seconds away from getting clarted, seconds away from getting their jaw smacked in, and it's wild, it's it's just wild, but I say all of that to say that the finished product, the short film, Bruce, it's Random Acts, um, Bruce is on Channel 4, and you can watch it on 4OD and catch up that way um, if you haven't seen it already. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, so, yeah, like just that th- I was. Oh, and then I showed up in Peckham's Finest as well on, on last week, Thursday. That was nice to be able to um, offer some positive words some words of affirmation to Mojo. That was yeah, really, really cute. So yeah, I've just been doing bits, really. Um, it's been fun. And of, of course, without, you can't forget that I um, chaired the Receipts podcast uh, event at South Bank. Imagine, life is so cute, because I've watched other people, I've watched my peers chair conversations on the South Bank stage, um, the Queen Elizabeth Hall, you know, and it's always been like, yeah, wonderful, that's amazing, and then here I am, then chairing the receipts conversation, and it was just a beautiful, um, event, and it was such an honour that they asked me to do it, because, you know, I'll always do right by them, and make sure that they're asked, like, you know, um, amazing questions, not, um, nonsense questions that, you know, don't, like, don't get anyone anywhere, um, so, yeah, it was a massive honour. It was great to see their people um, and chat to the people that I saw afterwards as well. It was great to just, yeah, it was great to vibe. And it means a lot. It means a lot to be seen in that way. So um, just big up the receipts, girls, um, always. So, um, well, yeah, let's get into the tarot then. So I kept it very simple for this week. I was just like, Spirit, what do you want to say? Because I am tired of saying the things. As you can hear, my voice sounds way better because I've actually just been able to like rest now. Um, Yeah, so the first card, I'm using the After Tarot deck. Um, The first card that came out is the Ten of Cups, um, the Star card in reverse and the Knight of Pentacles. So what I'm seeing from this is like, or one, f- yeah, I'd say seeing from this really is just the beauty and um, the kind of beauty, the safety that comes from um, a nice, um, a nice family life. That f- fulfillment. It doesn't even have to be like. family in the way of like, oh, husband, wife, it's just a a family environment, an intergenerational kind of fulfillment of um, wishes and being able to be at one, not just with um, ourselves, but with those around us and even with the land. And we see like the river just flowing calmly in the background. I'm seeing a little bump on the tummy of the woman that's there as well. So for some people, it's the fulfillment of, you know, um, their uh, fertility things as well. So, big up yourselves on that, but there's just a, there's just a chilling, they're all gathered uh, around a campfire, and if you know, the after tarot deck is, like, what happens after the traditional uh, tarot deck, like, a um, a moment after, and so this is nice to see that it is, like, a happily ever after situation, so it feels like, because it's the first card that came out, I get the vibe that this is what some people are seeking, like, you're seeking this to be like your life, like, you want your dreams realised and that fulfilment of um, having that beautiful home, some people living out in the countryside and, you know, everyone's, everyone's good, you know, everyone's all right. Children looked after, you know, whether that's your children or your um, siblings, children, whatever, just the children and family are looked after, the elders in the family are looked after. There's a connection with your inner child and everything and everything's cool and everyone can enjoy the things. However this uh the card that we've got in the middle of that is the star card in reverse so that's the major arcana card and the fact that that's in reverse is saying that healing still needs to be done for for that to be the reality there's so much healing that still needs to be done because at the moment um it seems like if you're the one that's trying to bring everyone together again you're pouring out of your cup into everybody else's trying to almost trying to fix everybody and then hoping that they can come back to fix you and that's not the case, like, everybody's responsible for their own healing, there are a lot of stars here as well, there's stars, um, on the star card, literally, and there's stars on the ten of cups card as well, so I feel like this is also, like, an ancestral, um, where you can't do the healing for your entire lineage like other people have to pull up their socks and do some healing too like they have to do their part in it and it's like you're trying to do it for everybody and that's really not your assignment and it's not your job um to do and then we've got the knight of pentacles here which is kind of like and i'm seeing the um them tilling the the land as well it's saying here with the knight of pentacles The course has slowly started to move forward. All you can really do with people is meet them where they're at. You can offer them the opportunities, you can offer them the advice, and then you've got to leave it as that. Like, you know, when they say, like, you can take the horse to uh, water, but you can't force it to drink. You can offer people the opportunities to change, and then you have to leave them to do it. Because you always have to remember that what you don't want to do in this life is interfere with somebody else's assignment. You might not like the way that they're living. You might want your mum to do better. You might want your dad to do better. You might want your siblings to do better. Heck. You might want your partner to do better. Um, You might want your friends to do better. But the thing is, you can't make them because the only person that you can really control really is yourself. Everybody else, they're on their own path. And no matter how much you feel like what you want for them is the best thing for them, you literally do not know the karmic assignments that they have. You don't know how deep it goes. You've, you only really are, um, meeting them again, I guess, in this lifetime, lifetime, if you've ever met them before, um, so you don't know what kind of journey they're at, you're, or that they're, they're on, you're just experiencing them in the now, so you have to kind of afford them that space to figure out what it is, and yes, it will be heartbreaking at times, and yes, you do have your idea of what the perfect family um structure looks like, but again, what are those ideals based on, you know, because the true, the true kind of quote unquote perfect family is one where everybody's, you know, responsible for their own healing and they're sorting it out and then you hold space for them whenever they might sort that out. But that doesn't mean that you keep letting them walk in and out of your life. It's also OK to have boundaries and say, I can't be around you while you're doing all the higgy and the hagger that you're doing. But once you sorted yourself out, I'm open to listening, and if there's any way that I can help, that is not detrimental to me, I'm happy to do those things. But I'm doing the, doing it from these um, set places and from these set boundaries. Like you're also, it's okay to have these things in place as well. It's okay to put yourself first, but remembering that you cannot heal other people's wounds for them like that is their thing to deal with you can uh, supply them with dressings if you've got it you know you can tell them maybe what they you feel like might might be helpful to them but you can't take that um I'm always saying you can't take paracetamol for somebody else's headache and that is the message that comes through strongly here and then from the roomy oracle deck by Alana Fairchild This is one of the first cards I ever pulled from this deck and it's come out again. Number 12, Divine Discontent. It says here, I know your heart. I hear it breaking and groaning in the darkest night when you imagine yourself to be silently cast adrift in sleep. It speaks to me, that sacred heart of yours, whispering its longing and bemoaning its divine discontent. It knows when something is amiss. It senses that something is not quite right as yet. There is a piece of the puzzle missing, even in its tremendous gratitude for all that is. And there is much gratitude and sweet appreciation in that precious heart of yours. There is a murmuring, a questing, a cry, it cries out to heaven. um, Vouchsafe me a blessing. I cannot go on. I am broken and in need of your tenderness for healing. Healing. I am empty and in need of filling. Not with stuff and bits, but with the most precious nectar of divine fulfillment. Nothing else will satisfy me. Please restore me to wholeness. I can bear this missing piece, this broken disarray no longer. I listen and I cajole that wise heart of yours. I praise it for its honesty and longing. For the longing is an irresistible perfume to the beloved. Attracting only um, the only self that would soothe the divine discontent of your truth-seeking heart. Um, that of divine presence, absolute and unquestionable um this says here um rumi this is a rumi poem it says winter falls upon us so spring can bring new growth cry the tears allow the longing sadness brings surrender and a deep desire to be free and I think that that's into important as well, because sometimes it's important to grieve the family life that you're not going to have because you have this um, idea in your head. I don't know where it came from, maybe because you, maybe that you've seen other people have that or you've seen it in like, I don't know, fairy tales, romantic movies or just not even just romantic movies. But, you know, like those hallmark kind of like Christmas time movies where you think that that's what everybody's life is meant to look like. Fucking Biff and Chip books from primary school. You feel like that's what everybody else's life Um, looks like and that's what yours was meant to look like. It's okay to grieve that and be like, well, no, this is what my family currently is. This is what my friendship currently is. And I've got to accept it as that. This is what my relationship currently is. This is what my work life currently is. Okay. Now that I accept it as what it is, what am I going to do from here? Because the constant denial of what is doesn't allow you to move through and make like serious um, and conducive um, decisions that will help you probably move away from that situation um so this goes on to say anyway there is a sense within you perhaps quite obvious to your conscious mind or perhaps only dimly registered as an unnameable underlying sense of anxiety that something in your life is not quite right it may be the sense even amongst so much gratitude of a yearning yet to be met a longing yet to be fulfilled and satisfied drag me lord this is the pain of the awakening heart but that heart is capable of bliss and ecstatic reverence for the sheer beauty and wonder of creation yet as the heart matures there will be a process of deep passionate longing that awakens for the divine it is the impatience for the caress of the great lover for the presence of the divine to come to you over time that longing will grow from a mild inner sense of incompleteness needing to become whole Um, It will develop into a holy fever, a sacred rage, a stamping of dancing feet, a pounding of fists upon the altar and a longing so deep and distressing that one may well break into tears at the impossibility of bearing the pain of apparent separation for even a moment longer. "'Where is my beloved?' cries the awakening heart. "'I call for my beloved, and yet I am here, still waiting. "'I can stand this no longer.' "'As devotion grows and passion for the divine intensifies, "'so too does this yearning, "'so much so that this may come to feel "'as though your heart is breaking for the divine. "'Or perhaps you're not quite there yet. "'Your heart is attached to smaller gods, "'such as your status, your job, your lover, "'your body looking a certain way, "'or being able to live your life in a particular way. "'These smaller gods are not necessarily an issue.' Yet you have drawn this oracle and so it is guidance for you that the divine wants you to um, wants to draw you closer. Sometimes that means we will have to will have the meager meal wrested from our hands so we may feast upon something far more delectable and grand. The divine is a fiercely possessive lover. If there is a face of another beloved uh, preventing you from longing for the divine embrace and if you cannot see that it is the divine beloved within your lover that you are loving well then something will be done by heaven. So make your relationships sacrosanct, seek the divine in all things. When you cannot, when the power of lesser god um, gods has you in its grips, acknowledge it, bear witness to it. Do not chastise, instead be truthful. Let your heart break and lie prostrate on the floor, hands clutching and head bowed as though only your sadness and plight could stir the heart of the, of the divine beloved into descent of succor and grace, um, saving you from a life far too bland for your Exquisite Episurian This woman loves to write, man. Episurian palette. Um just don't misinterpret the pain and think that something really is wrong if you are surrounded by status and money and cannot understand why you would why you should mourn it is even more important that you should allow yourself to do so mourning is to be felt and understanding is not so relevant but if you must seek understanding then know this dear blazing angel you are just waking from the deepest slumber and with your awakening heart you are realizing a truth a part of you deeper and wider and vast uh, vaster and more instinctive truthful and intelligent than your mind is lonely for the divine embrace this is right This is sensible. This is sanity. It is the pain, the real noble pain of the heart that says there is something more than this inadequacy, this settling for plastic instead of precious gemstones that must end now. I cannot be fed by pixelated sunsets and animation upon my computer screen. I yearn to be blasted by so much radiance and beauty by the real thing that I become stupefied. I must witness so much divine splendor that all I can utter is some incoherent grunt my mind dissembled and my heart ignited by the presence of my beloved I want to become a fumbling ecstatic wreck in the presence of my beloved I want to allow this pain this yearning this divine discontent to guide me to my holy lover so my life may never be the same again and so it shall be the discontent um, the discontent divine growing within you is the beginning not the destiny its purpose is to lead you into your greatest connection yet with divinity do not resist it witness it do not dismiss it try to cover it up with smell and rose petals let your rank discontent be the pathway to divinity look beyond what is what has been prized and treasured and is now found to be plated and not the precious gold it once was esteemed to be don't be scared For you are my sidekick in the great holy adventure. I am here, you see me, just around the corner. I have you in my sights, though you may not see me yet. I'm holding a loaf of fresh bread hot from the kitchen of the creator, hoping to entice you with its wafting scent, tempting you to follow me on towards something of far more substance. If you are still stuck on pine scented air freshness drag, imagining it as anything akin to the wild scent of the pine forest for real, then how can I tempt you? Let the stench be the stench then the fragrance of god can be discerned and together we will we can leave what is less behind and once and for all grabbing like hungry school children for the divine bread with sweet fresh scent filling the air um that is a word, Alana can write, Uh, she just be talking and talking and talking and talking, but no, that was um, really, really important, I think that was really, really beautiful as well, allow yourself to yearn for something greater than what you have, or uh, to allow yourself to acknowledge it, it's okay to be like, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my job, I'm grateful for what life is right now, while still feeling like, and feeling like, I do want my 10 of cups though. I want my 10 of cups in my version, maybe not the version that's been purported to me, but I want the version, my 10 of cups that I imagine, I want that to be a reality. And um, in order to have that kind of almost like celestial type of healing that allows for you to have the space to be able to hold all of that within you, because it's not so much the things that you want, you want the feelings that those things bring you. And that is a vast feeling to, to feel. So yeah, you've got to create space for it by truly, truly healing. And I see it in a lot of people's eyes. Like I interact with so many people and you can see like the deep kind of yearning, the deep kind of longing that they are yet to acknowledge and it comes through in words, it comes through in just the things that we do. We think that you know we want people not realising we just want the feelings that people bring and of course we want human connection, that is part of it but more time people aren't even thinking truly of a human connection, they just want to feel something and so it's kind of being able to look at the things that you desire, the people that you desire and then tap into what is the feeling that that would give me if I were to acquire it and and then why does it have to be that thing that brings me that feeling i think when you get to that and you're not desperate for the thing um or start to worship the thing and and you just let the thing be what it is and you focus more on that feeling that you're um you know that you're working towards then you see that you know it can come in different ways and then sod's law then you actually get the physical things that you were looking at in the first place but definitely i feel like one of the main hindrances to manifestation and obviously i know that we live in a very oppressive society so i'm not even necessarily talking about those who are proper 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 you know oppressed um but one of the main hindrances to manifest in quote unquote is when you're acting from a place of desperation if you're able to kind of be detached in a way and still want the thing but not be like oh my my life is only going to be set when i have this thing then you find that it comes to you much easily but we're not talking about people who are in literally a life or death situation of course but um yeah that's the word for the tarot i pray that it resonates with you so i'll jump to this week's show sponsor who was um who are skillshare and then we'll get to share your magnificence So big up Skillshare for sponsoring this week's episode every human was born to create whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school you can explore your creativity and be inspired Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning and with so much to explore real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth and I'm always mentioning to you that Skillshare have a range of um, workshops and classes that you can actually take um number of things to do. There's um, a class at the moment called YouTube Success, script, shoot and edit with MKBHD uh, with Marcus Brownlee. So that's a really cool one because I was saying the other day that I'm thinking about ways that I can make my content like you know more high-end looking content right but still saying the things that i want to say but also distribute it on a platform that's not going to interfere with what i'm doing so all of these things i'm considering because 2022 inshallah like i'm going to be in my bag when it comes to creating things just doing my thing but let's see how that goes because i'll say that now and i'll be doing something else um so whether you're a dabbler or a pro a hobbyist, or a master, you're a creative. Discover what you can make with classes for every skill level. Experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life. Skillshare, entire ca- um, Skillshare's entire catalogue of um, classes now offers subtitles in Spanish, French, Portuguese, and Dutch. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com forward slash straws. That's S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E.com forward slash straws and get a one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership, absolutely free at Skillshare.com forward slash straws. Wonderful. Anyway, now let's gets you share your magnificence so the first person i actually want to big up on this week's um share your magnificence has to be Nimco happy two slaps on your chest somali queen like um if you don't know who Nimco happy is um she sings the song and no, i love you more than my life and big tune big tune big tunes of one yes yes even when she's doing the two gun fingers i said my g my g i've been listening to the song for weeks in fact in the morning um it's on one of my spotify playlists so in the morning when i'm getting like lev ready for our day of activities or whatever i'm just blasting so now when it comes on he's proper like you know brucking it down like he's fully dancing it's like mama mama dance dance and we have to do a little dance routine um the mummy and son dance crew soon come although you won't see his face <laughs> he will have to wear a mask um but yeah no it's um it's, it's, it's an absolute, it's an absolute mood, it's a vibe, it's just like, it's just the perfect song that we need right now, it's just so uplifting, and, um, yeah, there was all the drama because people had to kind of track her down, because, um, she's mainly kind of, her, that song is mainly played at, like, Somali weddings and things, but then it went viral because it was used on TikTok. TikTok is really, really changing people's lives and careers, you know, I really should try and understand what the fuck is going on there, but I, at the same time, I'm like, am I too old? I'm but but then there's that uncle that's always doing dance moves on there i laugh if i've called him uncle and he's actually maybe my age mate that black guy that does like the african guy that does different dance moves anyway um but yeah like her song someone used it on tiktok and then you know some people more people discovered it next thing cardi b and her sister is it hennessy or whatever her name is there all they're both whining to it and um yeah it's it's really taken on a life of its own there was an issue with spotify where someone had added the song to spotify but it's not her that added it so they would have just been getting like streams from it and stuff but i think that's been sorted i heard that she got, um <clears throat> she got tracked down by um po- is it polydor one of these record companies tracked her down i hope that they don't try and fuck her over because we will go and beat them up um but they uh, tracked her down, and I think she's now signed a distribution deal with them or something, and now she's got like her social media pages. She set up social media pages and that, and I just I just love to see it. You know, I really love to see it. like things. So many random things happen in life. Like it's actually wild. So many random things happen in life, and you wouldn't expect it, but now she's on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, iTunes, Deezer, Tidal, she's on all of the things there, and she deserves, she, you know, she deserves, but there she was, Nimco was just there making her music, minding her business, next thing you know, blump, stardom came to knock, but we appreciate you, Queen, like, the, the song is a banger, and it definitely lifts my mood, so thank you, two slaps on your chest, we appreciate you. Um and then my next share of magnificence is a letter. Let's see what it says here. Kelechi, your tarot this week, October 25th, was literally talking about my life. I'm a Cancer sun, Scorpio rising. I finally bit the bullet and decided to leave my toxic family business that I've been working for on and off since I was 11 years old. I'm 28 now. It's a huge act of defiance and growth for me, but also a big grieving process. For years, I stayed because I thought my family would grow out of their wayward behaviour. I know now that was my that was my heartbroken inner child not living in the real world of accepting them for who they are. I also stayed out of guilt, manipulation and pressure of Eastern European culture. My dad's side is Bosnian. And now we must stick together as family, even if that family is abusive. And then two emojis. Um, My inner child has always desperately clung to the family business because she yearns to make my dad proud. Yet my dad is the type of man to put money before his own children. Anywho, I got accepted for a managerial role today, two days after this week's podcast aired. Um... For another business that just gave the best vibes and offers stability and better money. When you pulled the goddess of cups, I was laughing because I'm a barista and I'm always surrounded by bloody cups. <laughs> I had to do some hardcore comforting and coaching to younger parts of me that held codependency and fear of moving forward. But um, I did it and I just thought I'd let you know. I've been listening to your podcast religiously every Monday for the past three years and will never be able to thank you enough. Lots of love. Denise. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. And um, it's not easy, you know, and it's so funny that then the tarot um, reading for this week kind of speaks to that. It's not easy leaving behind what you so desperately wanted to kind of be the perfect um, structure, whether it's family or whatever. You have to grieve it. Um, it's not easy to do, but the life that you're going towards, the boundaries that you're setting, your inner child will be so proud of you because, you know, when you were younger there wasn't anyone to stand up for you in the way that you're standing up for yourself and that's sometimes what we all have to think about when we're feeling nervous or awkward about making certain decisions in our life remember that there was nobody to do this for your younger self there was no one to stick up for your younger self in the way that you're currently trying to stick up for yourself so you just have to do what needs to be done and know that you're you're shifting energy and you're shifting a dynamic that your inner child would be super super proud of so um yeah two slaps on your chest baby girl for doing what needs to be done so that's that for share your magnificence now let's get into the um current affairs and higgy higgyhaga from all around the place um also known as so you mad it's interesting because i feel like most of this week's um yeah most of this week so you mad mad in fact all of it seems to be from america so we might as well jump in so the first one for so you mad that had me laughing is um, this story that said a hiker was lost for 24 hours and he ignored calls from rescuers because of an unknown number. So it says here, a hiker lost on a mountain in Colorado ignored repeated calls from rescuers, later explaining that they had um, been unfamiliar with the phone number, authorities said. The person was reported missing after they didn't return from an expedition on October 18th on Mount Elbert, the highest peak in the state um lake county search and rescue was looking for them search crews canvassed the area and the following day um, but couldn't find the hiker the team then tried to call the hiker but were unable to reach them the hiker had apparently wandered off the trail and spent the night looking for it after 24 hours lost they found their way out and made it to their car the person apparently didn't know that a search team had been looking for them the subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognize the number Um, rescuers wrote on facebook if you're overdue according to your itinerary and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number please answer the phone it may be a search and rescue team trying to get to confirm you're safe that is just so wild to me and I, i i naturally said he but it might not even be a he so we're just going with they but you have to be a really really nonsensical somebody to know that you can't come off the trail and that you are part of a group. So naturally that group will be looking for you. Who are you running from? Why are you running? why are you running because who could you possibly be running from that when you see a private number even it, when you are deep in the woods and you don't know where the fuck you are you just think you know what i'm not going to answer the phone what kind of bailiff what kind of loan shark is looking for you that you did not want to answer the phone even when you were lost in the woods that is wild because common sense would be like hey what if people are looking for me and also you went off the trail you were part of a group you decided to wander off nah, it sounds like a very wayward person honestly sounds like an extremely wayward person because you knew you were part of a group so naturally that group would be like oh where the hell are you and you didn't think like no the worst part is that you had your phone on you so you couldn't find the trail right but you could have easily called somebody because i'm sure there would have been a contact um details for you know contact details for whoever was organizing the thing or leading the thing and just be like oh hey i'm lost but you just said nothing. You just sat there with the acorn, the acorns, and 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 the and the pines, and you were just like, "Yeah, I'm good." A bear could have found you, you know, because I'm sure there are bears in Colorado. I could be very wrong because I don't know geography like that. But a bear could have found you and tore your shit up, and that's why them man were looking for you. But you didn't want to answer your phone because what? ee was looking for or t-mobile was looking for you nah madness absolute madness but glad that you're okay anyway glad you're okay maybe you'll start answering your phone in the future bloody hell um and then the next so you mad um it's actually quite um, somber it gets a bit kind of uh, from here but um the victims, or the family of the, the families of the Charleston shooting, you know, um, when Dylan Roof, that little pomplex, that clerk, that dickhead, um, that white supremacist, um, chucky-looking motherfucker, went into a church in Charleston while they were having a prayer meeting, um, or Bible study, or whatever, and he joined them to pray, and then shot, shot them, just shot them, took out his gun and shot them, and then, when he was being taken out, the police officers put a bulletproof vest on him, and took him to, is it Burger King, because he was hungry, and he had been good, once they apprehended him, even though he just shot to death a group of people in a church that were minding their own business. Anyway this article says, the families of nine people who died in a 2015 racist mass shooting at a black South Carolina church have reached a settlement with the Justice Department in a lawsuit that accused federal agencies of a faulty background check that allowed the white supremacist killer uh, Dylan Roof to purchase a gun. The Justice Department will pay $88 million, which includes $63 million for the victims' families, as well as $25 million for five survivors who were injured at the Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Ruth wanted to start a race war by targeting the 200-year-old historically black congregation. The department is pleased to bring some closure to this long-running litigation said Brian Boynton, acting Assistant Attorney General of the Justice Department Civil Division. These settlements, um, these settlement agreements represent another chapter in the justice system's efforts to address this horrific event following the government's prosecution and conviction of the shooter for federal hate crimes. Survivors and the victim's families filed the lawsuit in 2016 arguing that federal negligence allowed Roof to buy the forty five caliber handgun he used during the shooting the Lexington County Sheriff Jay Coon, ha, what a name, said a jail clerk entered incorrect information for Ruth's February f- 2015 drug arrest and that while the mistake was noticed within 5 days, um w- within days, it was not fixed in the de- um, in the state data uh, in the state database. As a result, when Ruth attempted to purchase the gun two months later, an FBI examiner spotted the arrest but called the incorrect agency to obtain his record without the necessary documents the purchase had to go through. According to the local attorney, Andy Savage, who represents some members of the group, survivors are satisfied with the settlement. Um it says here, the funds that were made available to these families will, um, the funds made available to these families will help accommodate their material needs, but the depth of their loss of cherished loved ones and the continued mental anguish caused by their vivid memories of helplessly watching the racist slaughter of family and friends cannot be assuaged um, by money alone. It is their hope that their experience will help to focus those in leadership positions on the plight of the daily trauma suffered by an untold number of victims of gun violence To do nothing is to continue to accept racial violence and wanton massacres as an integral part of the American experience. Um, In 2017, Ruth was sentenced to death after he'd been convicted of 33 federal charges, including murder and hate crimes, he's the first person to face execution for a federal hate crime conviction. Last year, Ruth appealed against these convictions and death sentence, arguing that he was suffering from a wide variety of psychological disorders, including schizophrenia, when he um, pre- represented himself at his uh, capital trial. I don't care what you were going through. I'm so sorry. I don't give a shit. I don't give a eck. I don't give a eck what you were going through because people like to do this too much conflating maybe you're just a nasty ass person maybe it's that you can every time it's like oh i'm going to reach for mental health and that's vilifying those who are um, experiencing different types of um you know mental health um, experiences or whatever you know and, and you know different types of mental illnesses like they're going through all of those things and you're coming because you did that from the hatred of your own heart. You wanted to do that. You planned the whole thing. You very much wanted that to be what happened to other people. The fact that you targeted people. Um, I don't know. You can say that the voices were telling you to do things. You're racist and the voices are racist and you should all go and sit in a cell together. As long as prisons are there, you can go and sit there. I don't know. I, Me personally, I don't believe in capital punishment, but at the same time, I won't be mad if you're not here, to be honest. It is is what it is because that was absolutely vile. That was horrific, horrific. Like you are demonic and whatever comes to you is what you get. So you can go and sit in that cell and think about your actions. And if they say that your time has come, baby, then your time has come. It is what it is. Oh, well oh well because let me tell you something now there are numerous black people that probably fall into the ancestral lineage of the people that you went and shot for no fucking reason there are numerous black people who have been executed and they didn't do any anything wrong they weren't there wasn't even enough um evidence but because of the racist nature of america they were still executed anyway and for you to have done all of those things and even walk out of the church with your gun and everything and then they put a bulletproof vest on you and took you to Burger King and we know that it was you. You can fry, bitch. You can fry. Whichever way, I don't even know how they do it in this um, area but whatever way that they want to do it, I wouldn't be mad at it. Again, naturally... I'm against capital punishment. I don't think you should be given the right to to be able to kill people as a state, um, you know, punitive measure. However, like I said, for the number of black people who have been killed um, wrongly um, or wrongfully for, um, you know, for crimes that they didn't commit and they've been executed, I call this what? Balance. Balance. Balance on the road. Balance. Sorry. Balance. Sorry. Mm, It is what it is. Um. So then, my last one. Oh, this was really chilling. So I was reading this thread on Twitter, and as somebody that stays in hotels quite a bit, this woo Chile. This one set me off. So this um these series of tweets are by um somebody called Money Maya on Twitter, Money with two Y's. She said, Saturday night around 11.30pm, I checked into the Cambria Hotel on Q Street in DC. I was in the shower at around 1am when a man with dreads wearing a blue shirt, jeans and a mask tried to violently break into my room. He somehow had a key to open my door. If it were not for the doorstop, um, he would have been in the room with me. He successfully opened my room door, repeatedly hitting the doorstep and screaming, open the fucking door, let me in. I watched him out of the peephole as I pushed the door closed. He ran down the hallway. I called the front desk, not even a full minute later. The girl working said, I'm aware of the situation. That was, house- um, that was housekeeping trying to get into the room. He accidentally came to your door instead of the room next to you. In what world does housekeeping come into rooms at 1 a.m.? She was extremely nonchalant and acted as if a man busting into my room um, while I'm naked and alone is no big deal. The time period between me calling the front desk and him running away was not long enough for him to make it back downstairs. I told her to refund me and switch me to a different room because I did not feel feel safe staying there. I paid over $500 for my stay in order to be in the area to attend an already traumatic family funeral and then had to have a random man breaking into my room at 1 a.m. Her reaction was very much like she was fully aware of what was happening and she did not expect to be caught. She told me I would be refunded for my stay. After talking to management, I was told I would be, um, I will not be refunded for at least seven to 12 business days. Again, it was past 1 a.m. and I had nowhere else to go. I literally barricaded the door in the new room and I was afraid for my life. DC is one of the leading human trafficking cities in the country. When black girls go missing, no one gives a fuck about us. Um and you know the thread goes on but that was really really scary really really scary um she yeah the thread goes on because it, it seems like it's an operation that's done around that hotel because she says that there were like random men hanging out around outside the hotel um just for day you know for days or just hours even like just there So it must be a thing where they now come into your room when they're expecting you to be asleep and then just grab you up and and take you away. Yo, it is a lot. I'm thankful for my good sister, Dan, because she was even saying to me, she was like, oh, I know you travel a lot. And she got me this, like, I think uh, this doorstop that's alarmed as well. She got me um, to take with me to hotel rooms and stuff. But we really have to be thinking of our safety Femmes, um, non-binary folk, um, just, we have to be thinking of our safety when going into these um, spaces because you really, you really just don't know. And, you know, poverty is a bastard. Huh? That's what we say. In Nigeria Poverty now bastard Poverty's a bastard People will do The most heinous things Because they're just Trying to provide For themselves And God forbid The thing that they Now need to do Will now be of detriment To our own lives And our um, You know Our safety Uh 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 You just have to, you know, stay alert, not to scare anybody, but you really, yeah, it's a matter of staying alert because it's wild out in these streets for real. I was, um, I booked, um, this hotel room the other day because sometimes you can book hotels in the daytime, um... Yeah, and then it's like cheaper. So yeah, I just book it for a few hours in the daytime if I need to record and I can't record at home. And I booked this um new place and it was really fancy, really trendy, really cool. And I'm a I'm recording the podcast in the room and then someone starts banging on the door and he's like, Hi, housekeeping, but why would there be housekeeping in the daytime when you would have already turned this room down? Like this room's already done up. Like so what 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 are you here to do? Oh, I'm there to fix something. I was like, what What do you mean? They, they didn't tell me. Nobody told me at reception when I literally came up an hour ago that anybody was coming to come and fix anything in this room. Uh, can, are you going to open the door then? I was like, no, go away. He's like, gosh, so rude. And I had to call reception because it was so weird. And the room that I'd, I was given as well, it was like away from everybody. So I just thought, nah, that is really, really weird. And I called and girl was like, oh, sorry, yeah, um, we just had some a light to fix in there. Sorry about that, but oh, nah, 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 things get get are way too scary out here. People are mad. Like I'm always saying, everybody is mad. So to just be aware of that. But I read that and I just thought that was so chilling. And then I saw another story, again, America. But we were able to see from the woman's like, um, you know, her ring doorbell type thing that she was coming home from somewhere and this guy followed her home and he had um, um, cable ties with him, like plastic cable ties with him and um, um, gloves and something else and a mask. He followed her home and he was trying to break through her front door um, saying that he wanted to come come in and talk to her. Like... mm -mm. And I'm glad that she caught everything on the ring doorbell because you could just send that footage to the police. But I think they said something like, oh, they can't quite track him down or whatever. But you've got his face right there. You could find Bin Laden in a hose pipe. You can find where this guy is. Like, you can find this guy. You definitely can yeah that that was just freaky very very freaky and then also i read um about Gigi adid and um zayn malik breaking up and then that he got dropped from his record label but people said that he got dropped from his uh, record label from august and then now just announcing it so it looks like everything is together um because um the whole story came about because um allegedly zayn malik um is it Zayn Malik or Zayn Malik? Anyway, he he allegedly struck Yolanda Hadid, who's um, Gigi Hadid's mum. Gigi Hadid wasn't there at the time; she was away, um, and so it was Zayn Zayn and um, Yolanda that were in that in the house or the mansion, whatever the hell. And it seems like everything transpired because she was trying to take a picture of the baby of the Zayn and um, Gigi's child. And from what I hear, like she was um Yolanda's one of the cast of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. For you to be on that show, you're already you're already a fame monger. Like you are desperate for fame and that's what and I hear that and as with any Real Housewives franchise, all of them are problematic as fuck. So I can only imagine, right? Um, I'm surprised Kris Jenner's never done like a Real Housewives thing because I mean, yeah, they have Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so she wouldn't really need to be with a cast of lesser women, I guess. we would just be funny the Real Housewives of Calabasas. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, she allegedly tried to take a picture of the baby and he didn't want her to. So he must have maybe swiped her phone away from her. I don't know what happened, but the way that she, she says that, you know, he struck her and he called her, I think he said um, a Dutch slut or something. I don't, what? I, t- I don't know. Um, It sounds very porn hubbish. Like, why would he call you that specifically? But maybe he did. I don't know um, but instead of calling the police, baby, you called TMZ, TMZ were, was the, the the people that you wanted to tell that time, she seems like a toxic woman, I'm not, I'm not refuting that she, what she says happened, I just think that she, the the multiple things can be true, and she strikes me from what I've read, as, and the little video clips that I've seen, that she's a very, very toxic person, and a very um, nasty mother, so, I, if you can't respect the the fact that your um, son-in-law or uh, however you might be, the father of your grandchild does not want the child's picture anywhere and you're taking a picture, of course your phone's going to get slapped out of your hand or whatever happened. I don't know. But um, he's clearly got his own things going on because they said that the record label allegedly dropped him because of his marijuana use. But I don't know because that nose be nosing and it don't look like marijuana. But I don't know. I don't know. You know? And it's just about getting support, you know, because I think that again, it's about legally, maybe they can't say the other things that they think that he's taking or that they know that he's taking, but drug abuse is so scary. And it's so, um, it takes not just the life of the person who's abusing the drugs, but also the lives of the people around them. So I just hope that this Yolanda behavior is not something that's going to make him like spiral some more. Um, and yeah you sometimes you just need to get away from it no matter how much you care for your family or whatever you just need to get away from the nasty people and just so you can find your healing and 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 focus on yourself to be honest um so yeah i guess that's that for so you mad um and now we'll jump into uh, my fave my personal fave all the time um we'll jump into uh, straw of the week aka suck your mum so, we're going to start this first straw of the week. Um, it's a royal straw, goes out to Prince Andrew, also known as Prince Pomplex. Uh, he says he, this, this is the Prince Andrew who said uh, from 2019 that he has no recollection of ever meeting Epstein's um, or Epstein's accuser, Virginia Jeffrey or goff goff i always get her no goffrey i always get all these pronunciations he says he never met virginia anyway he doesn't remember meeting her and he also did that um i that interview was it itv He did one kind of interview where he just fucked it he fucked it for the entire firm he fucked it for the monarchy talking about oh i don't sweat and actually i was in pizza express or whatever the fuck he was there and saying so that was 2019 nineteen. We're well, now in 2021 he's now turned around to say because i think he's had to go to america to for these court proceedings he's now said um, um prince andrew has sought to turn the tables on the woman accusing him of teenage rape by claiming that she was involved in the willful recruitment and trafficking of young girls for sexual abuse you silly dizzy bitch you fool you you tell on yourself more and more and more and I mean it's one of them things where we already know that you're not the only one doing it which is why this is such a stressful time for Lizzie and then she's you know passing out no tiny tempo is it labyrinth um and so she you know is it a coincidence that you know she's w- feeling wibbly wobbly when you are doing this fuckery? fickery I don't know um but how did you think that was gonna land Virginia already said That she, you know, shamedly had to um, help recruit other girls to bring them in. That's how a lot of these trafficking networks work. They they use the young girls to bring other young girls in because they're not always going to trust one old crusty that's telling them to follow them and come with me and come and do this. But they're going to go with another person that's around their age. So she already said that that happened, and that's one of the main tenets of trafficking anyway, that they make the young girls go and bring in other young girls. So you're not saying anything that's going to shock anybody, especially not Um, hopefully in the um, criminal justice system, because they already recognise this as one of the symptoms of somebody that's been trafficked and they're being abused, we already know that, but you really thought that was some hot tea that you were about to spill, about, ooh, yeah, well, actually, what you motherfuckers don't know is that she was actually helping me to recruit girls, yeah, 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 but I thought you weren't there, I thought you weren't there looking like a thumb, I thought you weren't there and now, starting years later, you're now remembering. It's all coming back to me now. I'm so sorry, Selena the Celine Dion. out even, even, and when you kiss me like this, woo! And when you touch me like that, oh! Oh, Auntie Celine, she had, she just banger after banger you know, banger after banger, in fact, you can say bang girl because she's, um, is she French Canadian? So you can say banger for her. Anyway, back to this very, very serious matter. I'm a mess. Um, suck your mum, suck your mum yeah, you, you, she's on her way out, it feels like, anyway, you just go along with her, all of you, pack up, just pack up the monarchy, pack up the whole thing, everybody, go your own way, you can go your own way, because we don't want the monarchy, yeah, just go, just go and leave us all the hell alone, fuck off. What did you think we were going to do with that information? All you've done is basically put yourself at the scene of the crime, which you've been trying not to do. In fact, your legal counsel must have just given up or given up on you. At this point, whatever legal counsel you have, you must have found them in a box of Weetabix or Weetos. You found them somewhere in a box of Rice Krispies because they are they are fucking you right in the ear they're like yeah yeah go and say that and then you're saying that and you're incriminating yourself or is what you're looking for a plea bargain or a plea deal at this point but that's why everyone was scared of you going to court because they knew that you would snitch on all everybody from top to bottom snitching 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 but like father like son, sure. so it's nothing that is surprising to us but it's just wild that you really thought that was a hot take, and you really felt like you were really, really doing something when you did nothing at all, um, and yeah, you definitely need to smell that jail cell, you need to smell it with all of your nostrils, prince or no prince, you'll become a pauper today, get into that cell and sleep there, um, so yeah, straw for, um, Andrew, and um a straw a massive straw for soldier x um and the ministry of defense uh for the killing of agnes wanjuri and the cover-up um of the of the killing so i'm just going to take you through um the just the horrific events that happened. trigger warning lots of stuff ha- happens like the her assault and then the murder of her and where she's dumped afterwards so you might not want to keep listening um but yes, it says here uh, the Sunday Times were the ones to break the story Um, has discovered that the British soldier accused of killing a young mother before dumping her body in a septic tank while on training in Kenya later joked about the murder on Facebook with his friends um, from his regiment. 21 year old agnes wanju and wanjiru was last seen entering a hotel room in with a british soldier at the lions court hotel near an army base in nanyuki kenya in march 2012 our oh, baby almost 10 years ago you'll get your justice we must know who soldier x is because you're not fucking going to keep giving us soldier x when you literally have screenshots of his facebook page leak the ting release the kraken release the thing because we need to see and he needs to be dealt with people are like oh you don't just need the name we need no 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 let's start with the name let's start with the name because that's where your life will be ruined from let's start with the name even because i know that if it was a white woman that you killed they would not be hiding your name like this release the motherfucker's name he's not remorseful because he's key keying on facebook with his brethren and also they must too they must walk they the, everyone to jail jail immediately immediately because this is it, the the prison industrial complex leaves the actual, the, the most violent people, they get to stay outside because they're serving country, land and country, or cow and country, I don't, or chicken and cow, I don't know. But they're literally out here, police, from mil- police to military, to Oxfam, to UNICEF, to Peace Corps, all of these people are fucked. And they're allowed to, you know, get away with these things, especially when they're targeting black and brown women, specifically brown, uh, black women, it's, it's just disgusting. Um, it goes on to say, um, her body was later found in a in the tank nearby. She had been brutally stabbed. An inquest in 2019 ruled that Wangiru was murdered by British soldiers, yet no action was taken. The identity of her alleged killer, who can be named only as Soldier X, has allegedly been an open secret for nine years. The Sunday Times revealed last week how Soldier X had rushed into a bar where members of the regiment were drinking on the night of March 31st, 2012 and confessed to having killed a sex worker. And again, I want us to take a moment here. This is why... This is why the vilification of sex workers is extremely problematic and it's disgusting, because when you objectify sex workers, not seeing them as people, not seeing them as human, it's like, oh well, all he killed. Even and fuck you, Kenyan newspapers. Also, fuck you, lot as well. Um, from for let for not dethroning the uh, the colonialist mindset that reigns within you and reigns supreme, you fuckers. You're the one that's reporting. Oh, prostitute gets killed and da 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 da. You don't know better words you don't know other words, Abby, you don't, so because what, she was a sex worker, she deserved to die, is everything okay over there, are you not all right, anyway, um, it says here, soldier Y, so there was another soldier now, said, soldier Y said, soldier X had led them to the body in the septic tank, He said he reported the incident at the time to senior officers who were in Kenya and accused the regiment of covering up the murder because of course they would. However, Facebook messages have now emerged in which Soldier X casually responds to posts by other soldiers with photographs of the Lions Court Hotel accompanied by the words, if you know, you know, septic tank and a ghost emoji. The conversation begins when one soldier from the regiment posts two pictures taken outside the Lions Court Hotel where Agnes Wanjiru Wanjiru was last seen alive and where her body was found in a septic tank. The pictures are accompanied by the caption, if you know, you know. Several other soldiers respond to the post that at least one is still serving with the regiment and that is the kicker because you are you are there complicit in the violence so how many people have you killed because if you're laughing at this have you gone and, and and have you gone and done your own killing because from the comments under my post it seems like this is a this is an ongoing thing around this area when it comes to um the women and girls who are near this military base in Kenya so I wouldn't be surprised if you've also done a similar thing and you're all gathering together but it's the same thing that I said about Wayne Cousins and the police if you lot are kiki like that you lot are fucking network you are a network of people who do similar things because i cannot imagine laughing with anybody absolutely anybody who's done that sort of thing and be like oh i don't do that though you lot are sick fuckers honestly rotten hell um it goes on to say this prompts other soldiers to post crying with laughter emojis followed by an image of stewie from family guy crying at a funeral agnes was a single mother and left behind a five-month-old baby daughter stacy wow that part when I read that part earlier absolutely fucking broke me this woman was out here just trying to have a life or create some kind of life for herself and her daughter and you sick motherfucker you disgusting piece of shit mate you rot in hell you demonic piece of crap slept with her and then killed her And then dumped her body in a septic tank. And then you've just been allowed to carry on your life. It will not be well for you, your fucking family. It will not be well for any of you. May your transgressions also impact them. May they also be miserable. I don't care. All of you, all of you need to get it. Like all of you can be miserable together. You disgusting piece of shit. And anybody who helps you cover it up, may they never know peace either. Like for their life should just go from bad to worse to worse. That's all you fuckers deserve this five-month-old baby left without a mother because why misogynoir the fetishization of black women just there the the vilification of sex workers everything everything a melee of of just murder it's horrible horrible um soldier x is then asked if he gets all choked up thinking about that place an apparent reference to his claim to the regiment that he accidentally choked and killed Agnes during sex. He replies, come to think of it, I have had a sore throat lately. Fam, just release his name. All I'm seeing here is Soldier, Soldier D, Soldier X. That means people were taking screenshots of this message because how did you not get access to his inbox? Because people were sending you screenshots. So everybody needs to go to jail. Um... It says here, nine soldiers were involved in the Facebook conversation, adding weight to the previous claims made by others in the regiment that Wanjiru's death and the name of the man said to be responsible was an open secret. And there seems to be so many open secrets within the military and we're tired of it. Scrap the whole thing because you're talking about climate change constantly. Climate change, climate change. Everybody drive electric cars, throw away your plastic straws. Rare, 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 rare. Do you know what would help climate change? If you stopped going to fucking war do you know how much fuel and all and and materials to create all the war machines and all the things that you need all the ammo do you know how much that affects our 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 environment stop going to war but you can't because that's all you know that's like your entire identity if you really cared about climate change you'd see what would happen in the world if you just stopped going to war pricks Um, A Kenyan diplomatic source in Nairobi claimed that the government there wanted to suppress an investigation into the alleged murder because strong relations between Britain and Kenya were so uh, crucial for security and that is the reality of um, an imperialist society that is the reality of colonialism and thus neo-colonialism we talk about colonialism ending and we talk about independence Day for this country and that country and again fuck the monarchy but we talk about oh the independence day for this and that and this and that we're not deep in the reality that A lot of these influences, a lot of these oppressors have not left these lands. They haven't left, even if some of them are physically gone. The structural impact is still there, robust, now more than ever. It's just fine. And that's why they wouldn't want to look into it. And it's okay for black women and girls to be collateral damage in all of these situations. Again, whether it's UNICEF, whether it's Oxfam, Peace Corps, whatever. It's like, oh, it's okay. Black women and girls, all right, fine. No, there's, there's a point where it has to stop and i would i want to write a film where all of these women and girls gather and they just start chopping everybody's penises off but um, you know that comes to them in the in the middle of the night in these situations because maybe that's how you'll learn i'm just gonna write the movie because i just i don't i don't get it i don't get it how I, we keep talking about the fact that black women and girls are the most underprotected in this society. Wherever you go in the world, you're finding the same thing. Um, You're seeing the same thing in, um, you know, South Asian communities as well. Just, just the global South, wherever you might want to call that in the um, imperialist um, imagination, just suffering. And it's like, oh, well, you know, we have to think of the greater good. What is the greater good? White men making more money. That is the greater good burn it all down then burn it all down but um that's the real nature of it and you know whenever I do my anti-racism talks or my keynote speeches at different organizations especially when I've done it with the police without a doubt somebody will ask oh but what if I was in Africa would somebody being mean to me there then constitute as racism you know usually a white person asking this and I'm like no it still wouldn't constitute as racism because racism requires systemic and institutional power you might um, face discrimination you might face prejudice and you know I'm in my mind I'm thinking rightly so as well like look at how you man have just fucked the entire continent but that being said you might face discrimination you might face prejudice but racism not really because all you have to do is scream at the top of your lungs and all of your consulates your embassies all of them men are jumping in and then the imperialist power that your country that you're from holds and 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 the power that whiteness holds means that you will then the power's back in your court because colonialism and the transatlantic slave trade, all of that existed, means that it's not possible for you to even go to a continent like Africa where the majority is black people and and experience racism because the power is still not in their favour. The power that they have is still capped under white supremacy. And until you start to understand that, you're not going to understand very much, you know? But, you know, rest in peace, um, Agnes Wanjiru. I pray that you... Um, you, we get some justice for you in one way or another and um, that can bring your family some sort of um some sort of peace um i pray that your daughter is well and and is looked after and if there's any way that we can support Wanjiru's daughter then, you know, I would love to do that as well, but this is just a mess, and we need Soldier X's name, Soldier D, Soldier A, B, C, we need all of their fucking names, but because they should not be able to um, have anonymity, you fucking MPs and all of you lot were screaming up and down that, oh, and anonymity shouldn't be on the net, like, um you know, people, we should know people's identities, which also puts a lot of organizations that do great work, you know, at risk, but okay, you were shouting that, so in this case, this soldier and all of the other mandem should not have anonymity either, expose their clarts, expose expose their clarts immediately, somebody leaked the thing. just a young name, give us somewhere to start from, because this cannot continue, it is unfair, black women cannot continue to be the butt of your jokes, or to be the ones who suffer, just because of your, um, your kind of, like, white supremacist, um, patriarchal socialization, which lets you feel like you can do whatever you like, wherever you are in the world, and there'll be no repercussions. The repercussions start now, bitches. The repercussions start now. So, yeah, all of the people involved, because in the Ministry of Defence, they now um, ended up tweeting that, oh, um, it's only now that um, the Kenyan authorities even asked us for DNA samples for this investigation. Well, after from 2012 it's only now that they were asking you or are you lying and you've tried to block any um attempts for them to get it or even if you're not lying in that capacity you already know the kind of relationship that you have with them because you're a bully you know that you would have tried to strongly dissuade them from pursuing this thing and trying to shut the right people up So this doesn't go any further. But because social media and and news headlines are taking it upon themselves to be like, nah, this can't run. That is the only reason that you're trying to do anything. And with that being said as well, like, Again, RIP Nicole Henry, um, Nicole Smallman um, Nicole Smallman and Bibba Henry, because the police said that they wanted to issue an apology to her and her family. And Mina Smallman, their mum, was just like, what is an apology going to do when you're saying at the same in the same breath that you didn't find any inconsistencies well there were inconsistencies, but you don't see how they were related to anything to do with race. Okay, but can you show me another time where your white police officers have taken selfies next to a white woman's dead? body and they've posted it in their whatsapp groups because if they've done that then that means the entire force is fucked and everything needs to go but it seems like this disrespect is constantly geared towards black women um you know and and that is what we're seeing in this situation so two is it two biracial women out there um even the what is it one of the uh, the heads of that particular department was like oh they were having a chaotic celebration in the park they were having a picnic in the park they were having a picnic in the park. So where did you get chaotic? So again, it's the inferences when it comes to blackness or non-whiteness that you're making. But no, actually, not even non-whiteness, specific to blackness. You're making these inferences almost as if it's a justification for them being killed. And even though they're saying that, oh, the person who killed them or the man who killed them, you know, he's going through the their sentence in him or whatever, or he's been sentenced or whatever the fuck. No, the police are also complicit in this situation. They never took it seriously when it was reported that um, Nicole and Bieber were missing, and then upon finding them, that you're taking selfies and then sending it to your WhatsApp groups. Everybody needs to get the fuck get the fuck to hell immediately immediately and you can stick your stupid fucking stinking apology up your rotted asses you pieces of shit because what is an apology going to do when you are gaslighting the families of these victims talking about yeah but we didn't see anything that would infer that this had anything to do with race or that it was racial discrimination of course not because you are institutionally racist it's the same way that you didn't see where there were any um, inconsistencies that could have been caused because of racial discrimination when it was to do with Stephen Lawrence, but you didn't even want to go and search the um, the houses of the people that people called you and told you, the the people that killed Stephen, and you still didn't go to their yard immediately. That tells you everything that you need to know. So Cressida, Cressida Dick, Head, you can go fuck yourself as well. For th- um, constantly saying, oh, it's unhelpful to refer to the police, um, to the Met Police as... Um, uh, what is it institutionally racist but what have you done to stop being racist don't worry about the terminology what have you done to stop being racist what have you done for us lately apart from stopping and searching and and trying to ruin our lives what have you done endless um, community liaison after community liaison when the very foundation that you're built upon is absolutely rotten to the core and the, the, constantly you're getting proof of it another police officer we're hearing that you know he um he's been charged with, um, rape, and then there's two Scottish police officers who was kicking, kicking somebody's head in, and, um, just absolutely fucking them up, and then lying in the statement thereafter, even though there were witnesses there, nah, (laughs) nah, I'm sorry, I don't know, I don't, it's not even a case of wanting, um, straw of the week to turn into this, um, you know, lambasting of um, the police force and this person and the government and that. But if if that's what's fucking us at the moment, then that's what, and I mean, I say that moment, it's always been fucking us. But if that's what's happening at the moment, then that's what I'm going to speak about. And for those of you who work in these environments, that it makes it hard for you to hear this because you're like, but I'm good. I'm not part of this. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this. Well, you need to reconsider what you're doing there because these people are mad. And you know, madness is contagious in that in that realm, in that realm they'll make, they'll, you know, what, did it if you roll with, what, if, if you, if you lay with dogs, you're bound to get fleas, there are a lot of dogs in your vicinity, that is just what you need to know, and i are not even talking about the ones that we're doing sniff sniff and picking out the drugs, other, other dogs, don't get fleas, don't get fleas, anyway, that's that for this week's episode of SYM, um, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mum, you can send me your letters to, um, um, (laughs) sym at kelechiokarfo.com you can join me on patreon.com forward slash kelechiokarfo where i'm doing flash readings we had a cool one the other day Um, if you get into the zoom room because i let people into the zoom room one at a time as i do their five minute readings then um you know you get in but it's not you know it's not guaranteed i'm just playing feeling it out seeing how i get on with it and those who um didn't get a reading from me because lev was crying um I've now said that, you know, I'm going to start going through your um, messages, your questions and then sending you short, um, quick card reading replies only for those people. And then that's that. And then we'll see when next I'll be able to do a flash reading. Um, You can follow me on at collection of cough or at say your mind pod. Um, yeah, Remember to send your letters and your voice notes through always looking forward to reading them. Sorry if I don't get to yours and i then don't end up doing it. I appreciate you sending it in, um, and I guess yeah, that's it. I guess that's it. Thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring this episode. I've been collecting your car for, and I've just been talking the things. Anyway, I'll catch you later. Peace. It's the Benz Prunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea yeah, We all go sippy, yo Hard time calling for your long shorts You might learn something, you never yeah. know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine, say you mine